Welcome, everyone, to the Docs and Crocs podcast. I'm Crocs. And uh, I'm Docs. And every week, we're going to be sitting on this couch checking in with you. You're going to be checking in with us. We're going to be checking in with you, seeing what's current and what's good. Yeah. And um, we think we're pretty funny. Sometimes. And uh, sometimes we have something useful to say, too. Only occasionally. So, thanks for listening. Mm, a little sippy sip, a little sippy sip in the morning. A little ASMR for you. <laughs> Most of the time, people have to pay for those kind of. Um, it's a huge sounds. fee. It's a huge, actually. So it's um, it's the premium tier. Oh. On the podcast, yeah. We have tiers now. Yeah, for premium tier, Got you it. get an hour of me sipping my coffee into the microphone seductively. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it have to be seductively? What other way would it be? Just you sipping coffee? Like on a normal basis, you just get a Starbucks drink and then sip seductively in the asterisks? Well, no, but if you're going to pay like a premium price for so? me... I mean, you can get me sipping my coffee normally just anywhere, but, uh-huh. but you can't get this just anywhere. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Is that so? Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank episode you, thank two. you for welcoming me back. Episode two of <laughs> episode, we're back at it again. We're back um, with the Doc and the Crockin. The Dockin and the Crockin, yeah. Dockin and the Crockin. How you feeling this morning? This morning, I'm feeling a little bit tired. Got yeah. some coffee in me. Mm-hmm. A little bit more than just some coffee in you, I think. Yeah, it's some pancakes and some sausage. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Whipped cream and that's some, not what I'm talking about. And some almond milk. And nope. What did you uh, What did you dump into your coffee right before we started this this uh, this podcast? That's not important. <laughs> That's inconsequential to the current situation. It's a it's a it's it, we can make it sound fancy. So you know if you put um, rum in your coffee, it's a cafe Caribbean. Mm, love so, me some Caribbean coffee. Yeah. So it, it wasn't rum that you put in there, but we'll just say that's what you're drinking this morning. You're you're being an island boy. I am being an island boy. Yeah. We live life dangerously. Yeah. You definitely have a little bit of the tired sound in your voice. It's I just have like resting tired face sometimes. You have you have ti- you have morning voice right now though. Yeah. Just waking up. You have a little bit of that growl. Getting in that <laughs> This is for this is for what we talked about last time. This is for the the 23-year-old girl who works at Starbucks who's listening to our podcast on the way to work. Mm. And she gets to hear you like I had some pancakes and some waffles. <laughs> it's my favorite part of the morning. Mornings are my least favorite part of the day. Same. Same. I don't I don't like mornings. I hate I'm I a think morning, not I, a morning person. I say that, but I feel like that's kind of the young in me. Because now that I'm a dad, mornings are a little bit more common. Mm-hmm. Like before I was a dad, yeah, you couldn't get me up for anything. But like now we wake up at 8.30 every morning. Ew. That's just the way it is. Sometimes earlier. Sometimes 7.30. If our daughter goes to bed at like too early and then she wakes up at 7.30... And now she's in her own room, and then she's mm. in this little thing where she can just crawl out of it. She can just come out. So she can just come out like, ah, 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 ah. You know what it's like to be a baby. Totally. Yeah, <coughs> in- indubitably. How could I forget? Anyway, so. What it's like to be a baby. The first episode of this, we recorded not 
early in the morning. Yes, we recorded it after the Super Bowl. After the Super Bowl. But from now on, these are going to be recorded in the mornings so that we can get them out um, when they're supposed to come out. Well, we'll see. I we'll, They're always going to come out at the same time, no matter what. But we might record them at different times. We can't tell anybody that. We just have to say, good Monday morning, no matter when we record it. We record it on like a Thursday afternoon, and we're like... Monday, 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 Monday morning podcast. Yeah, it's the Monday morning podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, look, can we talk about the train derailment in Ohio? <laughs> there's, there's been a train derailment in Ohio. You haven't heard about that, actually? No, I haven't. How? See, that's what I'm... Okay, this is why it's a big deal. Let me get situated. Mm-hmm. Here we go. <laughs> this is why it's a big deal. Okay, this is why people feel like it's a big deal. Because... You don't know about the train derailment in Ohio, but you yep. do know about the UFOs. I do, yeah. Right? Yeah. People think that the UFO situation is just to distract people from the train derailment in Ohio. So here's what's freaky, okay? Mm-hmm. In Ohio right now, mm-hmm. this train derailed and caught fire that was carrying uh, vinyl chloride, I think it is, which is like this super toxic chemical. Mm-hmm. And in order to control this situation, city officials set off a couple of like controlled explosions around the train mm-hmm. to break open the containers and drain out the vinyl chloride. Mm-hmm. Well, the vinyl chloride explodes into just this plume of de- toxic gas that's been filtering into the atmosphere now for days. Mm. We love and, that. And um, all of the people in this small town uh, in Ohio have had to evacuate. Like, all the surrounding areas had to evacuate. People's pets are dying. The fish are dying. Like, tons of dead fish. That's not the craziest part. It gets better. It gets... There's more. Yeah, let's say better. Yeah. It gets worse. But wait, there's more. (laughs) Last year, Mm -hmm. a movie came out called White Noise. And that movie, Mm -hmm. the plot of that movie is exactly what's happening Right now, in that small town in Ohio. Wow. And guess where they shot that movie? In Ohio? Yes. They shot it at right there. There's people that are evacuating right now mm-hmm. who were extras in that movie. That's a trip. Tell me about it. Are you freaking kidding me? That's... There were people that were in this movie. And the, the movie is about this train that derails, mm-hmm. this toxic gas that's released into the air, and all these people have to evacuate, and then they come back, and they have to try to figure out how to get back to normal life. That's literally the plot of the movie. And then a year later, those exact same people who were extras in that movie are having to live it out for real. The exact scenario. That's, the exact scenario. That's a little sus. How sus is that? That's pretty sus. How sus is that? <laughs> so then, so now all of a sudden, so media, regular media is not covering this. Yep. And reporters have been arrested trying to report on exactly what happened. And instead, they're like, look at the UFOs, guys. Look at all the UFOs. So it gets it gets even weirder for me personally mm-hmm. because all of that is stuff that I found out through like articles and TikToks and things like that, right? Right. But what I haven't heard anybody talk about, I haven't heard anybody cover this. So it's, you're hearing it first on the Docs and Crocs podcast, okay? This is the first time I'm going to make this connection right here. I can't wait to put this out. The movie Super 8, which came out years and years ago. Have you ever seen Super 8? Never. The plot of that movie mm-hmm. is that a train derails in Ohio, and the train is carrying alien materials. And those alien materials get out, 
and then aliens like descend on that town trying to like get their materials back to reassemble their spaceship. So you're saying there's about to be aliens dropping down in Ohio? What I'm saying is what kind of freaking connection is that? We have two train derailment movies, both that take place in Ohio, mm -hmm. the most recent of which is being covered up by attention being drawn to unidentified flying objects. Mm -hmm. I, <laughs> what more do you want? Art replicating life, life replicating art. I don't even know which one it is. What came first, the chicken or the egg? What came first, the movie about the flying saucer train derailment explosion death or the real Final chloride spilled, cats and dogs dying, spaceship alien situation. Obviously, it was the chicken in this case. Obviously. I'm just, I don't know. What do you make of that? Like, what, I, and I mean this seriously. Yeah. Like, what do you make of, yeah. this is not the first time this has happened. This happened with 9-11, mm -hmm. too. There were movies that came out. There was a movie that came out in 2001. Mm-hmm. Or like in 1999, about like this whole plot to like hit the twin towers with airplanes, and then it happened, and then now like a year ago they make this movie mm -hmm. about the the train derailing in this uh, small town. I forget the name of the the small. I don't want to keep saying small town. Um, there's actually there's the the town has a name. It is. Uh, Where where is it? Where is it? They're all saying town. That's annoying. Uh anyway. So what do you, what do you make of that though? Like I'm going to find the name of the town, but I want to know your thoughts. Like what do we do about the fact that like movies come out and then the exact thing happens? Um me personally, I'm just it doesn't really change things for me. <laughs> I'm just going to do my thing. And uh, until something changes, I'm just gonna continue doing, doing what I do. Yeah. Vinyl chloride was a. Uh, it was used as a chemical weapon in World War One. Wow. And now it's being dumped into the atmosphere. What a time. Yeah. What is vinyl chloride used for today? That they would have it in such large quantities on a train. Okay, that I haven't heard anything about. That's a good question. Well, what are we using vinyl chloride for now? Do we just secretly have some torture camps still? That what we're is using? the use of vinyl chloride? Watch, just me, just me searching that is like, ooh. ooh. Vinyl chloride is a colorless, flammable gas that evaporates very quickly. Mm -hmm. It's used to make polyvinyl chloride or PVC pipes. Oh. Whoa, wire coatings, vehicle upholstery, and plastic kitchenware. That, okay. That makes sense why they would have it. Whoa. Higher than normal levels of vinyl chloride can be present inside new cars when the chemical is evaporating from new vinyl products. Is that the new car smell that we talk about? Whoa. The new car smell is actually toxic. Oh, my. <laughs> okay, we don't have any confirmation of that, but that's a good freaking question. What the what heck? I, what is the new car smell? What the heck is new car smell? Because you can buy it. That's what's funny. You can get... I have a, a canister because I used to be an auto detailer. So I would detail people's cars and then I would spray the inside of their car with new car smell mm -hmm. so they felt like they're, you know, getting in a rental or something. Yeah. But... What is that smell? Yeah, before we bottled it, what was it? 
I gotta know. More importantly than what's going on in Ohio <laughs> and the UFOs. I know. I love how quickly we shifted. Is the new car smell? What is the conspiracy in Ohio? Well, why do our cars smell like that? When yeah. they're new? That's know. the more important question. All right. Because well, that's that's one that affects me. Oh dear lord! <laughs> what is new car smell? Let's find out. Ever, this is going to be the most informational podcast we've mm-hmm. ever released. Okay. Oh my God! You it might is. be freaking right. I told you, dude. New car smell is the odor that comes from the combination of materials I mean, found in new automobiles. I'm wicked smell. So there's a really good chance that new car smell is the evaporating vinyl chloride coming out of your vinyl seats when you buy a new car. See, with the train derailment, they just wanted to make the earth have a new car smell. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a con- it's a conspiracy. <laughs> Just spray it with new earth smell. It'll be fine. It'll, It'll be, be fine. fine. It'll, everyone will feel like it's new. Yeah. Dear God. That'll that'll save all the oh global warming. God. And all you, it, you can see it from space. There's like mm. satellite images of this like mushroom cloud. Can you smell it from space? <laughs> oh my goodness. I I just think here's my theory. Here we go. I don't know if I should say that. <laughs> I'm going to say that people are going to be like, oh, this conspiracy theory. No, here's just my idea. I feel like eat, like, you watch a movie and it, like, get just to get you ready for something that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, this is going to happen, but, like, it's fine. Look. They, like, show it to you first, and they're like, look, there was a resolve at the end. So then when it really happens, you're like, ah, they'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. They'll figure it out. New car smell. We just sprayed the entire earth with new car smell. That's why you see all those TikToks and memes about people from Ohio. It's because they got new car smell brain. Oh, my God. Yeah, there was a bunch of crap going on in Ohio Mm -hmm. lately. And they were like, we can't fix this. Just spray it with new car smell. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. We've uncovered the real conspiracy. Oh, yeah. It's all all coming out. It's all coming together. That's pretty crazy. Poison for Cusco. Poison for Ohio. I'm glad I don't live in Ohio. I don't really want to evacuate. We almost had to evacuate here. Remember? Do you remember that? I was streaming. I was streaming Red Dead 2. Oh, because of the smoke and, and the, the fire? And the huge fire, yeah, lit yeah. nearby. And I was like, sh- I'm like live. And we just keep getting texts about like how our neighbors are leaving. Mm. I was like, uh, I'm streaming. <laughs> I can't really. I'm making content. I'm boys. making content right now. I you expect me to just up and out here? I just started recording like 25 minutes ago, eh? It's oh, important. I'm not just about to up and leave in the middle of my stream. Not a chance. Dutch is telling me to come and get more gold for the campsite. I can't just get out of here. Anyway, you haven't played Red Dead, have you? I have not. That's a sin. Red. I played the first Red Dead Redemption back in the back in the day on Xbox 360. And that was pretty cool. Really? Yeah. Up until the part where the main character dies and he plays the son who gets revenge on his dad and... I guess that's like the plot of all of them. The yeah. whole thing is like the main character dies. Spoiler yeah. alert. That's why Snape it's, kills Dumbledore. It's called Red Dead Redemption. Okay. That's what my, my brother said that too. So uh-huh. I was playing Red Dead for like two years. Naturally. And then my little brother came to live with us for a few months before he went into the Navy. And I was telling him how I was playing Red Dead. And he was like, oh, so you know when like this character dies and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, bro. You just spoiled a game that Spoiler I've been playing for alert. two years. And he was like, it's in the name. But I was like, just because the game is called Red Dead Redemption doesn't mean that the main character... Everybody dies. 
You're killing everybody. You're trying to redeem yourself by killing everybody. But I didn't know I was going to die. Mm-hmm. God dang it. Yeah, it was a big spoiler. Get pranked, kiddo. I felt pretty pranked. It, was not, it wasn't a fun prank. Yeah, I was like almost there. I was almost. Uh, spoilers are the worst. And for me, like spoilers in games are almost worse than spoilers in movies. Um, because I'm doing it. That's fair. You know, a movie, I'm not doing it. But also, like, I feel like spoilers are kind of inconsequential as long as, like, it's about the journey along the way, you know? Blah, blah, blah. It's not about the destination. It's about. The journey. I love how you're trying to be inspirational right now, but you're tired. (laughs) You know, blah, blah, blah. Not about the fucking moon. Whatever. We're going to get there. No one cares. But like, (laughs) so for Avengers Endgame, I was late getting on that train. Okay. I was like, I thought Infinity War was, there's no topping Infinity War. And I still think to this day that Infinity War is better than Endgame. So. I don't disagree. during the semester in college, we wait till our finals. We take a statistics final, my friend and I. We're going to go to Tacano's, a local Brazilian joint, afterwards. We go see the movie, and before the movie, I had seen a TikTok of um, Spider-Man trying to get Iron Man back from the dead. And I was like, oh, great, Iron Man dies. But like, how Iron Man dies is so much cooler than just knowing that Iron Man dies. Yeah. I, I was, I don't know, like for me, when, when Tony Stark dies, mm-hmm. I was like flabbergasted. I was in the theater like, it was unexpected. No way. And then I'm like, well, he's going to be fine. Because they always do that thing. Like, especially in Marvel movies, there's like that moment of like comic relief. So they're like, <gasps> you know, like everybody's crying. They're yep. like, ah! and especially Tony Stark, like. I was like, oh, he's had such a character arc. Mm-hmm. He went from like this cocky, pompous guy to like now he has all this character and he has like deep, you know, respect from everybody and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that'd be funny if they kind of they're all weeping over him dying, and then he's like, <gasps> I'm okay. And then you're like, oh, haha. Like, but no, no. But I, then the scene just changed, and they're just at his funeral, and I was like, that's not all right. Yeah, I that, cried. That, yeah, that funeral scene was intense. I cried. Yeah, especially... I mean, at the beginning, he records, like, his memorial. Right, And right. so it, it kind of introduces you to the idea that Tony Stark would die. But you're like, oh, he's just doing that because he thinks he's going to die in space. But really, they were just prepping you the entire way. But anyways, Infinity War was better than Endgame. Changed my mind. There's... Infinity War was so good. And then Endgame, they just spend a stupid two hours trying to undo what happened in a movie that just happened to undo the snap. It was just like, why did you why'd you make Infinity War if you were just gonna go back on the snap? You know? Yeah, and they did it kinda early. Yeah. It wasn't even like a build. It wasn't even like, oh it was just like boom, they're back, now we gotta try again. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's hard. If you're going to tell any story, it's hard to tell a story where you're going to be undoing and redoing things. That, to me, that's bad writing. It is. I mean, I, I'm a, like, don't get me wrong. I'm, like, the biggest Marvel fan on planet Earth. Like, I will go back and watch every single Marvel movie in order as often as I'll watch every single Star Wars movie in order. Mm-hmm. And they keep making them. So every time you do it, it's more of a commitment. Absolutely. But 
I mean, I, I the whole series could have just been about Tony Stark, and that would have been fine for me. Okay, so hot take here. Frank's okay. red hot take. What are your top three Marvel movies right now, like this instant? Uh, Iron Man 1. Okay, fair. Um, Black Panther. Really? Yeah. That movie was incredible. Okay. It was incredible. And I didn't even know... Like, I, I wasn't even a fan of Black Panther. Uh-huh. Like, I didn't read all the comics growing up. Like, I knew Spider-Man. I knew Iron Man. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Captain America, whatever. But I when I saw Black Panther, like, the way that it was shot, the soundtrack, like, everything was so good. And I'm, like, just a movie guy. So, like, to me, it checked all of the movie boxes. I see. Of, like, a good movie. So, Iron Man 1, like, I could watch that once every two days. Black Panther, really good. Um, third would have to be whichever whichever Thor had Grug in it for the first time. Korg and... Korg? Is it Korg? Korg. Korg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Korg, the, that white Rag- Thor- Taika Waititi plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Is it Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. It's wonderful. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, Iron Man, Black Panther, hey, man. Thor Ragnarok. We started a revolution, but we didn't print enough pamphlets, so nobody showed up. Hey there, bud. Uh, my buddy over there, is gone. he's got uh, nice fans. Uh, would you like to come with us? Mm. Are you going to have to find yourself a weapon? <laughs> you sound just like Doug. You sound just like our buddy Doug. Doug's dead. <laughs> Thanks, new Doug. <laughs> hey, new Doug. <laughs> oh, I freaking love it. I love it. And I love Taika Waititi as a director. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he's he's such a wild card. Mm-hmm. Like, he just doesn't care. He's just like, ah, do whatever I want. I'm over here now. I'm going to make a funny movie about Hitler. Mm. <laughs> My top three. So, okay, when I first saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, oh, I didn't uh, think it was all that. That's rough, actually, now that I think about it. But after... Like, after some time, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, amazing. Okay, those are pretty damn good movies. Those are moi. Moi. I think I, after after some time, I appreciate Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I don't think it's as good as the first. No. I think the first is just absolute Perfect. gold. So, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay. Where you get all three. You get Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, oh, sh- and Tom shoot, Holland. I need to change my answer. I need to change my answer. <laughs> I was in the I'm theater. I was in the theater with a friend, and I'm like freaking we out. We were cheering. We were all cheering. You were like, yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as I'm Ned opens the gate, you're all, you're popping off. Because you're like, wait a second. That's not, that's not Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield takes off his mask. You're like, oh my gosh. And then there's another one. Tobey Maguire walks in. I thought, no way. Like when Andrew Garfield came out, I was like, holy crap, they did it. They're actually doing it. And then I was like, but they're not going to. They're not going to. They're not going to do Tobey Maguire. Right. And then they open the thing. And as he starts walking, I was like, this is, it's not going to be him. They're trying to make us think it's going to be. And then he's going to come through and it's going to be some idiot. And then it was. And it I was, was like, him. And I was still in denial. I was like, this is some guy with a deep fake of Tobey Maguire's face. This no. is not real. No. And then he is. He's just this mature mm-hmm. guy. He's just been doing it all this time. Mm-hmm. And you're like, now you have to tell me that story. Mm-hmm. 
You need to tell me what he's been doing this whole time. And then they're all in the lab, just like goofing off together and bouncing off of each other and talking about best friends and and all of that good stuff. That was that was almost uh, too much for me. It was absolutely wild. Absolutely wild. So I need to change my answer now. I, I'm not done. Okay. I'm just going to add, just replace Thor Ragnarok with... With that. Okay. That's, yeah. Okay. And then number three for me probably has to be, let me think about this. I'm going to say Avengers Infinity War. Okay. Because it was just so, like right off the bat, you just get, Heimdall just gets schmurdered. Loki just gets wrecked. And you're like, oh, snap, crackle, pop, rice, krispies, it's going down. So you're, you're a big, you're a big key character death guy. I think, thing. I think having key character deaths adds some stakes to your movie. It adds a little bit of New York strip to it. Just a, just a little bit of filet mignon, you okay. know, a little bit of ribeye, get some fat in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Having that stake where the character that you love so much has the possibility of dying just makes it so much more interesting. Because if your heroes are just these invincible guys that no matter what situation they face, they come out on top unscathed virtually. It's like, okay, every movie is just going to be me watching this person beat up some bad guys Mm -hmm. and be okay. Yeah, That's but like the more people that they, the more core people they kill, like yeah, every time they do it, it's m- there's a greater and greater chance, right? Because your guy is dead. Yeah, nobody's safe. That's how I felt about yeah Tony Stark dying. It was like you, they're doing it. They're really doing it. They don't mess around. They're really doing it. Yeah, that felt hard. That felt really rough. Sorry, I'm like fiddling a lot because my pinky is numb. Mm. Anybody listening to the? The podcast. I get my cast off today, Woo. Monday, at oh. 4 p.m. I finally get this dang cast off. Woot, woot. But, like, it's been, like, it just randomly cuts off circulation to certain fingers. And also, so it was my pinky that I broke. Mm-hmm. And so the, it's pretty much healed, but I haven't gotten all of the feeling back in it. Like, I think one of the nerves, like, did not totally reconnect. Mm. It just always feels like it's asleep. Like I can wiggle it and move it around and everything, but it always feels like it's just half the feeling of all my other fingers. <laughs> Nerd. So, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll find out. I might, I might have a, <laughs> I might have a limp pinky for the rest of my life. Oh no! Excuse me, father. I believe I have a limp pinky. Excuse me, sir. Can you please spare some food for a? Limp pinky. Can you spare a little bit of porridge for a limp pinky boy, father? Please, sir, may I have some more? Daddy, (laughs) daddy, I woke up this morning and I believe my pinky has gone limp, daddy. I order you to pay somebody to unlimp my pinky this instant. We just went from orphan boy into posh entitled brat. Yeah, I so I used to remember that. Were we friends when I had that red Mustang, or did I sell it before we met? I think you briefly had it. The cherry red yeah, convertible yeah, Mustang when we first met. So I bought that from some idiot kid, and his dad. Mm-hmm. 
and the kid was like lying to me about it the whole time I'm buying it like oh it has this muffler blah 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 straight pipe I'm gonna give you these special seats blah 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 anyway we go to pick up the car from him and he's has too much money like this this kid has access to too much money you can tell and his brother is like the less cool of the brothers mm-hmm and so the whole time we're trying to like walk around this car and try to like finish up what we're doing, like finish the deal or whatever, he keeps telling his brother to do things. And he's like, Bradley, Bradley, take the cup out of the car, Bradley. Like he says his name way too many times. And the more he says it, the more I hear like a European pompous <laughs> rich, Bradley, Bradley, where is the paperwork, Bradley? <laughs> Where is my coffee? Bring me some pasta, Bradley. Like, he just kept ordering his brother around, and it was so embarrassing. Mm. It was the cringiest thing. And then the, everything about the car that he told me was BS. I loved the car because it was loud and ridiculous, and it was red. Mm-hmm. But, like, one day I went to go look at this, like, straight pipe situation that he said he had done on the car. He had just taken a Sawzall, cut the muffler pipe in half. I have no idea what a Sawzall is. It's a it's a straight it's an electric reciprocating saw. Okay. Used to like cut pipes and wood and stuff. So he took a sawzall, cut the muffler pipe in half underneath the car, like right under the driver's seat, and put a metal coat hanger around it and pulled it to the side to the so that it would just be loud as frick. <laughs> but wow. also, not only was it loud as frick, but it's just dumping, just black. Like the whole undercarriage of the car was just disgusting. But it was a monster. It would roar. Every time you turn it off. Yeah. I remember taking my, my at the time, now my wife, but we weren't married yet, uh, girlfriend to the wine festival. And I picked her up in that cherry red Mustang. Wow. And we're just roaring to the wine festival in this convertible Mustang. What a Chad. She's in this little black dress and I'm just freaking killing it. Mm. And then we were like, we were pulling up to the wine festival and I was like, so you have your ID, right? She did not. So we had to turn around. Uh, <laughs> I know she's going to love that I share that. Mm, I've never been to a wine festival. You've never been to any of them? Never. Never ever. Dang. I'm not much of a wine guy. That's like our thing. Like since we've been married, like festivals are our thing. Mm-hmm. The wine festival, the chocolate and coffee festival. That looks super interesting. It's amazing. And then they also have a bunch of liquor there. So like you're just walking. You pay a flat fee to get in the door. Mm-hmm. And then you're unlimited samples of chocolate, coffee, wine, whiskey. Like wow. you get a wristband and then they just, you go up to every booth and they just give you copious amounts of whatever. They just want you to buy. Mm. And they have, just, I mean, every they have hundreds of bottles open of everything and they need to get rid of it because they want... It's just there for samples. It's amazing. It's amazing. See, with wine, like some people I know can pick up like notes in the wine. <laughs> for me, it's like it smells like wine, tastes like wine. I don't understand these notes. Like I went to Fogo de Chao at the mall with my brother. You said that's so white. Okay. <laughs> and we, we, we got a bottle of Argentinian wine. Yeah. And... On the menu, it said it had notes of chocolate, tobacco, and something else. Wow. And I tasted it. I was like, wow, this tastes like wine. That's cool. Yeah. My brother, on the other hand, is like, hmm, yes, I pick up distinct notes okay. of chocolate, and okay. I can taste the depth of flavor with the tobacco. And I can, obviously. Like, I know your brother would do that. 
He just he just I've has a refined brothers. palate. Well, oh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a fine palate, and then there's a I know everything palate, <laughs> which I'm surprised you don't have. <laughs> ah, no, you have the I'm good at everything palate. Oh, okay. Mm, this mm, a little bit too much garlic in this. Mm. It needs a bit more parsley. <laughs> I would never say it needs more parsley. <laughs> never in my life. It needs more life. soap. A little bit of cilantro. A little bit of cilantro. <laughs> mm, yeah. No, I, I, so, I don't know. I've never, I'll try to pick up like a glass of wine mm-hmm. and take sips of it. And like, I don't know, I'm like, oh, like maybe I can taste like black currant. Like it definitely tastes like there's some raspberry in there. Mm-hmm. But when people are like, yes, it's the the breeze over a summer's meadow while your mom is putting out the laundry and your wife is rubbing your feet. And you're like, all right, weirdo. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> but I think you've just drank too much. That's all that is. That's but just but definitely more with in. like whiskey, whiskey and rum. Uh-huh. That's where I get notes from. Like yes. notes. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, this has all of these really sharp intense flavors in it. You can definitely you, you can definitely tell the difference on different kinds of liquors mm-hmm. and the quality. Like the the bamboo rum that you have. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like super vanilla sugarcane. Yeah. I gave some to Keith last night. Mm-hmm. I let him try it and he like he downed it and then immediately like it, his eyes got wide. He, he was like Whoa, like what is that? He's like, that is like nothing I've ever had. So that is definitely like that that replaced not replaced, but it did replace as as my favorite rum. Mm. The uh the Kraken. Mm-hmm. So the Kraken was my favorite rum. This now, bamboo is my favorite. But I think they kind of stand in different categories. Like the Kraken is a black spiced rum, mm-hmm. and the bamboo is this candy dessert Caribbean yes. rum. So they're just totally different different things. I definitely, um, so I brought my flask to work last night with the bamboo rum in it. Naturally. And then in the evening, I like I had also brought like a real cane sugar Pepsi and I made like a little rum and Pepsi that I was drinking as I was getting to run my last uh, escape room. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell how much you're pouring out of a flask. This is true. And so... And I had poured the soda first, Ooh. so then I couldn't see how Rookie much I was mistake. putting in. So I just dumped a bunch in there, and I was like, ah, there's some left. But then when I tried to give some to Keith, there was like none left. There was like a little bit that he just got to taste it. And so I'm drinking my cola and, you know, I'm getting ready. Da, da, da. I get to the end of it, and the people are still coming in. They're getting ready to come into the room, and I'm standing there like, <laughs> I wonder what my character's name should be. <laughs> I wonder. I had, it was just a little bit too much. Like it was just. A <laughs> you just posed as a town drunk. What's your? I thought name? about it. I thought about using the flask in my intro, just like pretending like they caught me like drunk asleep in AJ's uh, shack or whatever. That'd be that'd be pretty funny. What are you doing here? <laughs> you guys don't look like you should be here. <laughs> My I did. Th- <laughs> I did that once when I was feeling sick. Like I was at work and I wasn't feeling oh, too good, no. and I was like, I can't do my, I can't do my normal character. So I just, I like was losing my voice. So we have that big like jug that's in there, and I just like laid on the bed with the jug and was mm-hmm. like, 
Well, y'all walked in on me for having a little napsy doodle. <laughs> can interrupt a man napping. Stumbled my way through the intro. And a little nappy before Pracky, you know? Hit some top cheddar Bardanskis, buddy. Are you still speaking English? That's hockey. Hockey lingo. Went to a UNM hockey game like a month ago. Now you're an expert. And well, I watched Letterkenny on Hulu. And if you haven't seen Letterkenny on Hulu, hilarious. So funny. But anyhoosies, I'm at this UNM game. UNM's killing Colorado. Like, it's like 10 to 1. It's just embarrassing. And the other team, you can tell they're getting frustrated, like visibly frustrated. That's why I like college sports so much, because there's so much raw emotion. Hmm. Like, with professional sports, they're cold, ice cold, ice in the veins, locked in, no emotion, get the job done. College sports, they haven't refined that that instinct quite okay. yet. So you can see visible frustration and you can see visible uh, disappointment or anger in the players. And so at that point, you get in with some hockey chirps. Hey, 25, you're softer than a Cinnabon sampler, bud. Pick it up. Figure it out, bud. I love how this is this is very specific Canadian hockey. Yeah. Or the, if the goalie like misses... Get scored on. Hey, goalie, I've seen better hands on a digital clock there, bud. Oh, wow. It's funny because I watched hockey like growing up. It was the only sport I watched. And we were in New Jersey, so we were just rooting for the Devils. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they got the Stanley Cup a couple times. Mm. That's like all I knew. I was just like, oh, look, they're playing. That's our team. Whoa. Yay. Yeah. But, like, I think I went to a game. Mm. And then we had, uh, oh, we had on on our PC, we had the EA EA Sports. It's in the game. The, yeah, and so I used to play that. I'd always play as the Devils because I was a little fan. I hate sports games. Me too. Oh, now I won't touch them. Like They're They gross. come out with a new 2K23. And I'm like, why are you still playing it? But I think to people who play it, they probably feel the same way about like those of us who have been buying Call of Duty games since we were like out the womb. I think they're included in the people that call play Call of Duty, the new Call of Duty every year. Can we talk about how bad Call of Duty is getting? Okay, well, we can talk about it, but then I want to this newest one though. I see. I no, I have I agree with you, but go ahead. Call of Duty has gone downhill. Black Ops 3 was like the last Call of Duty in my opinion that was top notch. Yeah. The multiplayer was really well done. It was really interesting. You had maps, you had competitive multiplayer, so you had something to scratch the really sweaty kid's itch. Oh, wow. Okay. And then, <laughs> in case you needed to scratch as the sweaty kid, and then you had zombies. Yeah. And the yeah. zombie maps were immaculate. Yeah. I spent so many hours with my friends trying to get the Easter eggs done and failing at the Easter eggs. There was a map, Der Eisendrock, where... One of the Easter egg steps, what we thought, is you had to get the clock tower. You had to change the time on the clock tower to 9, 9.35. But apparently that wasn't really a step on the Easter egg. That was like an extra step that you could just do if cool. you felt like it. All right. So we spent probably a couple of hours because we would miss the 9.35. And then you would have to go all the way back around. It was just silly. I just remember sitting in my living room, eating some chips and Nutella. Wow. 
and trying to figure out the Call of Duty Easter egg. I think that's the biggest thing, even just that last bit, is like the the feeling of like, let's go to the gas station, let's get a copious amount of ridiculous snacks. Mm-hmm. We're going to stay up all night yep. and we're going to spend all night on this one map. Like we're going to see how many like waves of zombies we can get through. We're going to see how many blah, 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 this or that. And like that feeling is gone. It is gone. Like they've they've put so much more energy now on online multiplayer than they have like local play. But like local play was the thing. Like sitting together with your friends. And now like online multiplayer is so pushed that you have to like scroll down to even play the story mode of a game. Mm-hmm. Like that to me feels odd. I've always been I'll play through the story mode before I play the multiplayer. But like nowadays you buy a game and it's like, boom, log in. And you're like, wait, I don't, I'm not trying to log in. I'm just trying to play the story. Like now you have to log into your account just to play the story. Mm-hmm. It's like, why? But, okay. So Call of Duty World War II, I think was an amazing game. That I was, played it for yeah. like months that was just okay. every day. I loved it. Mm-hmm. So then Call of Duty Vanguard came out. And at that point, I'm a streamer. And so I'm like, this is going to be the first time, because I bought Call of Duty World War II like a year after it came out. Mm -hmm. Call of Duty Vanguard was the first Call of Duty game that I bought on release. Like I was like first one in the door, like got it. And I felt so, I was like, I've done it. It was that game and Far Cry 6. Mm -hmm. Those two games I bought on release day. I was the guy. Disappointed. Call of Duty Vanguard was the most disappointing Call of Duty game I've ever touched. The story was awful. The ending was awful. 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 Feels bad. The the multiplayer, okay, I guess. I guess. You shoot people, you get points. But I gave up. I was done with Call of Duty. Done with it. And then they just released this most recent one, uh, Modern Warfare 2. 2, yeah. And I wasn't going to get it. And uh, Alec bought it for me for, he was like, here's your Christmas present. He was like, gave me the money. He was like, here, just get, get this game. So I reluctantly got it. So far, the story is great. It feels like very mm-hmm. first mission, very first mission. You're like guiding a missile through canyons to go freaking bomb this one dude. It feels like old Call of Duty. It feels like okay. 18-year-old, 17-year-old Ryan sitting down playing Call of Duty on the Xbox. With some Doritos and some Mountain Dew. Yeah, that's what it feels like. So I like it. Mm. So maybe they're coming back. I don't Didn't they get bought? Didn't a new company buy Call of Duty or something? I have no idea. There's like a there's like a transition thing happening. It's, it's hard to keep tra- track. It is There's so to. many different transitions and different things. But Call of Duty, like the Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2, and Black Ops 3, I think are some of the best Call oh, of Duties. If I could go back and do that again for the first time, that'd be great. They're just magical. Those games and then the first few Halos. Mm -hmm. I would sit down and just play through all the Halos again just because, like, I don't feel like... I don't feel like there's a better, like, co-op gaming experience than just playing through some Halo on, like, Legendary with your friends. Just getting slapped. Yeah. Slapped silly. Yeah, absolutely. Just getting schmacked. How's your, um, how's your bidet? (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> so for those who don't okay. know jonathan has a bidet listen 
which I guess is growing in popularity. You're not the only one. Listen, man. It's a fad. It's magical. Okay, talk to me about it. It's magical. How long did it take as a man for you to get used to a laser beam of water shooting up your rectum? Talk to me about that. Listen, okay. <laughs> My first experience with the bidet. Yeah, tell me about your first moments. I was I was at a friend's house. <laughs> we were... <laughs> We were I almost <laughs> spewed my coffee all over this microphone. We were hanging out. Oh, okay. Playing board games. Right. And he has a bidet in his bathroom. This sounds like the beginning of a personal story. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I actually, like, <laughs> leaned too hard on his bidet, and I broke it. So I had to buy him a new bidet. But anywho, that was my first experience with a bidet. How did you lean on it? Well, like... Isn't uh, it in the bowl? No, 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 no. Well, the part that hangs off the side. Yeah. Like, you... He, you had to put your hand down and push yourself up or what? No, I was <laughs> getting on the toilet and I thought you could I see. You used it as a as a as a granny handle. You were using the bidet as a granny handle. When you say it like that. <laughs> to to put your rickety bones down on the seat. Yep. So anywho, I watch <laughs> I watch a YouTuber, Ludwig, on YouTube. Oh yeah. And he has a bidet. And he talks about his bidet. And so around Christmas time, I saw that bidets were on sale. Wow. And I was like, I'm getting a bidet. In the process of installing my bidet, I did break the drainage thing on my toilet, right. which Brian helped me repair and You're replace. Yep. Thank you. You're really good at video games. I'm really good at repairing. I'm good at household stuff. Yeah. That's where our friendship finds balance. Exactly. <laughs> And so once I had the bidet installed, listen, I don't think I've barely gone through a roll of to toilet paper in all the time that I've had it. And it's been a couple months. Because you're just using it to dry now. Right. So yeah, you only have to do wipe once. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. It does that well. That well. So I'm curious. Uh-huh. How many passes? Because doesn't it do like a... No, it, it doesn't it, do a back and forth. No, it it's just straight beam. It's just straight beam. Straight yeah. beam in the in the anus. Yeah, that's what it. <laughs> that's what it is. Just straight beam right on your sphincter muscles. Mm -hmm. Just yeah, right on your. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how in depth I want to go into this description. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna go more in depth with describing the. Do bidet. you ever shoot too much water up your butt and then you kind of? You kind of putter it back up. <laughs> you ever shoot a little bit too much up there and then it comes back out? Mm. Well, the interesting <laughs> thing. <laughs> if you get the angle just right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It like hits a different. <laughs> it hits a different angle and then. The and then when the water goes there, it's like, whoa, hey, I wasn't ready for that one. Yeah. Especially if it's like, as you're cleaning up, you just like loosen yourself a little bit, you know? You just kind of relax. I can't. And then it just like, choop, and you're like, I can't hello. handle it. That's, I mean, you opened this can of worms. I am glad I did. I'm glad yeah. I did. How much? How how long did it take you to get used to it? But after the first time, I was like, oh, "Okay." Really? Yeah. 
I still haven't. We. It's just cold water going. Shoot. For our anniversary, we took a trip. What to Red Red River, I think. And you got a bidet. And we had a bidet in our. Oh, okay. I didn't use it. We both, like, so first, so my wife is in the bathroom, and she like I guess turned on the little thing just to see how it works, and it shot out of the toilet over the. There's some water pressure. Over the freaking shower into the corner of the ceiling. And then we looked up there and like the paint and like the drywall and everything was peeling because you could tell like tons of people have done that. Mm. And then I did the exact same thing. Like we both shot the water out of the tub, but neither of us was willing to shoot it up our butthole. Come over to the dark side. But I, I'm starting to think I might need it. I'm, I'm starting to think I might. Because I'm still at that. I'm at that phase. I'm at that age. I don't know if it's an age thing. Mm-hmm. I'm about. I'm, I'm almost 30. Yep. I don't know. I'm at the. I'm at that point in my life where I, I use the bathroom and I wipe, and I wipe and I wipe. It's like a brown sharpies over there. And then and then two hours later I have to wipe again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't get like really high quality toilet paper, you like you start to chap yourself. You have know? you ever used dude wipes? Yes, I, love dude wipes. I had dude wipes for a while, but I, I made the mistake of getting the scented ones. Ooh. So they were giving Ooh. me like a little bit of irritation. Yeah. So I need to go back and get the unscented dude wipes. Or you wipes. just get a bidet. Or I get a bidet, I guess. I'm telling you, it's life changing. So I can either lose, use less toilet paper, <laughs> and you get a little sensation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to wake up. <laughs> Great way to start Wake your day. up in the morning, get a laser beam up your butt, mm-hmm. get your coffee. Yep. Normal day. Normal day. Normal day. I also, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of make, I'm trying not to make a case for it, but I kind of, for us especially, it would be good to have a bidet because we have a septic tank. Mm-hmm. Like we run on a septic system. It doesn't just, it's not, we're not on city water. Mm-hmm. So like we have to buy like septic safe toilet paper. But if we had a bidet, we would use so much less of it. It would be good for our system. I, I mean, it sells itself, really, at this point. I don't know. I, let us know in the um, let us know in the Facebook group. Uh, which, hey, I should shout that out real quick. If you're listening to Docs and Crocs, we have a a public Facebook group called the Docs and Crocs uh, podcast. You can join it and um, have discussions. You can ask questions or give ideas or comments on this podcast. We also put out polls. Um, I think we have a poll going right now. Best um, fast food pizza. Yeah, best. Yeah, best. Well, I think we have two. I think it's best fast food chain, and then like best. Mm. Or no, 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 wait, 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 no, no, no. It has to do with aliens. Our um. The Q. Okay, the Q and A that's active on our uh, podcast right now. Mm-hmm. Are you going to date one of the aliens when we finally stop shooting them out of the sky? That is the. Uh, Oh, a, pu- a couple of people have answered this, this second one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the best pizza chain? So there's four votes so far, and there's still a week left. So if you're listening to this uh, podcast, um, you can still go and answer this one. So the best pizza chain, the options are Pizza Hut, Dion's, Domino's, Papa John's, Papa Murphy's, What the Hell is Dion's, and Blaze. See, I'm surprised Domino- Domino's is Domino's good. is winning right now. Domino's has stepped up their game over the past couple of years. Yeah, 50% of people so far have said Domino's. 25% for Blaze and 25% for Dion's. See, growing up, my family was a Papa John's family. Because you, you got the side of garlic butter. Yes. And you got those pepperoncinis. Those pepperoncini, yep. And they were flipping amazing. 
But Domino's, recently we had a birthday party have an extra Domino's pizza that we had. And it was just right. a cheese pizza. It was so good. It was pretty good. Do you remember when Domino's, because they, they had all those complaints that their crust was like cardboard. Mm-hmm. They had all those problems. Yep. And I remember they did a whole campaign a few years ago addressing that. Mm-hmm. Like they literally made commercials where they like talked about them making their crust like actually taste good. And now they have that like garlic seasoning yep. on their crust. Game yeah. changer. It was a game changer. Game changer. Personally for me, and I know you said it's too fancy, but for me, Blaze is like if I want pizza, that's where I'm going. To get like your own personal yes. wood fired pizza yep. with all the toppings yep. that you want mm-hmm. for one flat price to me is like the way to go. Right See, now. I do unlimited toppings at Blaze, and then I just put all the meats. Dang, like, yeah, can I get all the meat? Because it's one price. It is. Yeah, if you, you do the build your own, you get whatever you want. And they're not gonna charge me extra for putting on a certain amount of meats, so I just put all of them on there. I do uh, pepperoni, sausage, yep. pineapple. Pineapple uh, goes on pizza. It does. I do uh, roasted garlic. Yes. Um, I do banana peppers. Yes. S- um, sea salt, oregano. Yep. And then I have them do a uh, pesto drizzle. Uh, okay. So when they pull it out of the oven, they immediately do a pesto drizzle. See, my pizza, the sauce, I do a half and half pizza sauce and pesto mix. Oh, okay. On the bottom. Yeah. Do your regular cheese, put on all the meats, put on extra cheese, and then Kalamata olives on there. Okay. You're, love, you're an olive guy. I forget love that. love olives. I cannot stand olives. Yeah. Red they flag. They ruin everything for me. Red flag. Okay. Red flag. You don't like, if you don't like olives on pizza, red flag. You don't like I, pineapple on pizza, that's two red flags. If I put olives on my pizza, yep. it doesn't matter what other toppings I have on there. I'm only going to taste the olives. Red flag. And olives to me taste like something that went bad. Red flag. I, red flag. But I love everything else fermented. Like my wife gives me so much crap for not liking olives. She's like, you love sharp flavors. You love pickles. You love like, um, like a pickled stuff, like pickled onions, mm-hmm. yeah, pickled cucumbers, mm-hmm. um, sauerkraut, kimchi. Love kimchi. Love kimchi. Cannot stand an olive. Cannot. It ruins the whole dish. If you you could hide an olive in my food, and I would be able to taste it. That's how annoying I am about olives. Red flag. <laughs> you know what else is a red flag? Well, please tell me. The um. Buddhist temple that ran out of monks because they all tested positive for meth. <laughs> Their meditation was just so good that it produced crystal meth in their system. No joke. They can't be blamed. So this, uh, so it was a Thai, uh, this Buddhist temple. Mm-hmm. They were all defrocked. They ran out of monks. They have no more. Because they were all defrocked after they tested positive for meth. It was a small Buddhist temple. They were all defrocked and dismissed and sent to rehab after every one of them tested positive for meth. Wow. That sounds like quite the party. Yeah, this was after a string of criminal scandals involving monks in Thailand where authorities were reporting record-breaking quantities of synthetic drugs. Listen, man. Sometimes when you meditate... They're just on a different level. 
Yeah, that's what it is. They're just that's uh, they're just constructed outside the given parameter. How would you pronounce this? It was the monks at a temple in Fetchabun. 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 I want to say I want the pH to be an F so that it's Fetchabun. Like go Fetchabun. Hey. In Fetchabun Province's Bung Sam Fan District in Central Thailand, uh. and they were all forced to take urine tests, including the abbot. You know, you know you've made it when you have to drug test your monks. <laughs> Is that when you know you've made it or that's when you know you're in trouble? That's how you know you're in trouble. <laughs> when you have to drug test your monks, you know you're doing something wrong. All the, they just got to spray some new car smell over there. They just need some vinyl chloride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just need a repeat of Ohio <laughs> in Thailand to help these monks out. Jiminy. I couldn't believe that. Like I want to know like what led I guess I guess just the fact that there were so many drugs just in that area that they were like, hey, let's uh Right. Let's just test everybody. It's like it's like when you have a drug dealer going to a party school, you know? It's just a target rich environment. Right. And Thailand is just a target rich environment for drugs. It's not clear why police targeted this particular temple, nor these monks to test for drugs. But it was a national campaign to tackle the trafficking of illicit substances. Mm. And then they said more monks would have to be sent to the temple to allow people to carry out their religious obligations. <laughs> like they have to send in a, they have to send in substitutes. Because <laughs> what do you think a substitute monk looks like? You think they're anything like a substitute teacher? You think they show up and just put on a video? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we had to send in the the substitute monk comes in and is like, I know I'm a substitute. But your regular monk told me that you're a good class. And I don't want to call the principal on you. I don't want to have to call Buddha. the abbot. The bu- <laughs> I'm going to call Buddha on you if you're acting up. Jiminy Christmas. I just, yeah, would they have to send in replacement monks because the regular monks were all high on meth. Mm. What a situation. I don't know if that was... I, uh, I mean, crazy stuff has happened in the church, too. I, what can I say? Local pastors in New Local Mexico pastor. are, are caught smoking meth. Yeah, just imagine that. Imagine you're just you go to church and like, hey, sorry, we had to bring in a substitute because all the pastors, all the pastors were uh, high on crystal meth. So these are all substitutes. Mm. I don't know. This is. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened in like Florida. Oh man, Florida pastor. Shout out! Shout out to Florida. <laughs> Florida pastor caught eating a dog in the middle of the street after wow. taking bath salts. You're just like, up, oh, good old Florida. <laughs> you remember that slew? I mean, it's it's a, it still happens, but it's a little bit less now. But remember, like people in Florida, you always see the articles. Florida man, this. Florida man, that. And I feel like it started with the bath salts thing. Remember the bath salts thing? I don't. You remember people were taking bath salts? It's like a drug. It's not like it's not like the stuff you actually put in your bath. But mm-hmm. maybe it's similar. I don't know. But people were taking bath salts. And it was turning them into zombies. Like they were like trying to eat people. They were like attacking people. Wow. So like Florida man tries to eat a woman after taking bath salts. So what I'm what I'm hearing is anytime there's a national catastrophe, we just spray new car smell. Yes. In the local vicinity. That's what they're trying to tell us. That's that's the that is the pattern that I see. Yeah. In Ohio. Spray some new car smell. Blame it on the aliens. We've just figured out the we government. Figured it out. We figured it out. We figured it well, out. We figured out fix everything. We are approaching an hour here. <clears throat> we are. 
So in, in closing, some closing thoughts over new car smells, Marvel movies, bidets, and meth head Thailand monks. Yeah. What are your what are your closing uh what are your closing thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to tie that all together. <clears throat> you don't know how to Thailand that all together? Okay. Yep. You're right. Well You could uh here's what we need to do. Uh-huh. We need to plug our social medias. You're not as you're not as active as I am, but I am not a big social media guy. But we have one together though. So here's what you need to do. If you're listening to the Docs and Crocs podcast, if you want to see video footage from the podcast, we're posting clips on our own social medias as well as our TikTok. Follow us on TikTok. Right. So that's where all this kind of started. We actually have a Docs and Crocs TikTok. Us goofing off at work. It's us goofing off at work. So you need to go to, gosh, they're trying to do this TikTok trivia thing, and it's just getting in the way. I'm like, can you stop that? I'm not joining in on this trivia thing. Um, so here, here it is. Our, our TikTok is docs, D-O-C-S, underscore, and underscore, Crocs, C-R-O-C-S. So go follow us, uh, docs and Crocs, on TikTok. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at uh, Ryan underscore A-Y-D. And you can follow John on... Yeah. You can follow me on Instagram. Do you got to look up your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow me on Instagram at jfog24. I don't really post a whole lot. Is it just that? Is it literally just J J J F O G G right? Mm-hmm. 24? 24. And then what about your uh your do you post anything on your personal TikTok? No, I I don't really post anything. No. Yeah, so just go personal. follow us Docs and Crocs on TikTok. Um you can also follow uh my TikTok uh which is I'm Ryan Anthony. Uh and I post some some stuff on there as well. And uh yeah, follow us on social, answer the uh polls here on Spotify. I'm going to do the work this week to get our podcast on all of the other um platforms so right now we're just on spotify but um you'll be able to find us on apple podcasts mm -hmm. podbean google podcasts all of that's going to come out um i think this next week and then just make sure that you join the facebook group the facebook group uh, join respond to our polls will you date one of the aliens when we stop shooting them down and what is your favorite fast food pizza yeah and uh, yeah, jump on Facebook, Docs and Crocs Podcast, and uh, leave some comments, leave your thoughts. We can't wait to hear from you. But thanks so much for getting this far in the podcast. We appreciate. Yeah, good for you. You're listening. Wow. Let us know what we should talk about next. If we're missing some current events, give us current events to talk give about. Give us current events for me to say, I don't really care about it. <laughs> <laughs> but All right. Good Monday morning. Good Monday morning. Have we'll a see great you. rest of your day. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next week.